Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. I'm your East Coast K-Pop host, Ariana. And after months of joining our team, we were finally able to get him back on the air. It's Rodri. Hey, it's been way too long. Uh, so it's great to be live again at last. I, I have like sent in one two minute recording and that's about <laughs> it. So uh, it's good to be here for real. Yeah, I'm so glad you're back on. I haven't talked to you in on the phone for too long. <laughs> back to the TVXQ days. Oh, those were those were good days. There was much excitement in my life when TVXQ came. Back. And joining us today is another one of our amazing editors, Michaela. Yes, hello everybody. It seems I'm officially out of the K-pop cast dungeon since I've been on at least <laughs> three episodes now, I think it's been this year. So yeah. I'm really excited to be talking about K-pop with you guys today. So let's go. Well, today we'll be talking about Seventeen's Oh My. Letting you know if this song is Daybok or not. But first, before diving into that, our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend you listen to on repeat throughout the week. So, Rodri, what's your hit replay this week? Mine is by Davici. It's their song Nostalgia. And I feel very cliche every time I tell people about the ballads I've been listening to because I feel like it makes me like this sad, depressed, melancholy person. But like... I just, they, they don't make me depressed. They make me so happy. Like, I love, I love ballads. And uh, these, like, Davici, these two girls are so good. And I feel, like, so overlooked. I mean, I haven't been keeping track of, like, who's super popular in Korea. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine they probably do better there than internationally. Yeah. But, like, their music and their voices is so, like, on point. And I just want more people to be listening to Davici. So... I gotta say, my my main recommendation here would just be like the second half of the song. They start doing some really cool harmonizing at the end. That it doesn't seem like overstated or anything. It's just very like good, good, well put together song. Take a listen. one honestly like if we were doing this for a daybok or not i would not give it a daybok but for some reason i cannot get it out of my head and so far this is my 2018 summer song my hit replay this week is elris summer dream oh yeah no whoa the members i mean if it makes you feel better i know how you feel (laughs) i have been there yeah no the members are just so cute and when i watch the music video it's just so refreshing and it just makes me want to be on the beach so go check it out elris summer dream weeks back because I think it was a week that I was just not available to record because it was my birthday. Um, But I would say that it's just constantly stuck in my head, so I have to go with day six is shoot me. I, 
I just, yes. I'm so impressed with this song. This is such a departure for the group. It's kind of their take on reggae, I would say, or just a, at least a reggae beat. And I think it's accompanied by this super provocative music video, which I think is super exciting. Oh, really? Um, how, how so? I didn't see it. Not sexy provocative. It is oh, okay. weirdly violent, <laughs> but really cool. I 100% recommend the video. I was thinking um, it was sexy and I was like, what if they oh, do? No, no, no. Day no not sexy. Although, <laughs> I mean, they're very sexy. The video oh, is not sexy. <laughs> Who's going to deny that? I think the vocals are really great in this. It makes me wish I had actually listened to them more in the past because I kind of ignored them. And I think part of it is, JYP, you need to take better care of these boys. They're phenomenal. Oh, definitely. Moving on to our Daybuck or Not for 17's Oh My. We finally have our 17 summer song. Yes. Are we all excited for this one? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like the summer hat, like I liked other summer songs, but I was like, there's something missing. Yeah. And it's definitely 17. The 17 songs that I like, I love. And so I was really excited for them to release something that I love again. And it's been a while. So I, I was, know, I was very has. glad to see a new EP by them. Yeah, I'll say for me, the concept, um, getting into it, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, I, it's There's not a whole lot going on. It's I, I think the storytelling is very straightforward. There's nothing complex about it. Mm-hmm. It gave me hardcore Peter Pan vibes. Um, it feels like the lot the big like the origin story of the Lost Boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> like them being in a room together telling stories under the covers and then they're like pulled up through the air and and light into Never Neverland in a way and they kind of in the video you can see they each have like little islands for each of them to play on mm-hmm. and and they have like little groups and like one is an island with just a car on it. You know, one has swings on it. And then there's like a section where they like shoot the fireworks on and they have a tea party. So it feels like very Neverland. Um, and I thought that was a really cool concept. It's not much deeper than that. Yeah, it was interesting that you you got Peter Pan vibes because I'll be honest, when I saw them like rising up into the light, I was like, oh, they're giving us abduction vibes and like this is their, <laughs> their fantasy while they're on a spaceship or whatever. But I'm getting flashbacks I, to like Twice theories. Yeah, no, I definitely. <laughs> now that you explain it like that, I definitely see it's a lot more Neverland, a lot more fantasy. And I feel like that's a lot of like the boy band version of Egyo is so like lost boysy you know mm-hmm. you you've got like a bunch of a bunch of dudes playing together and messing around and sleeping in the same room like it's all that's so k-pop but it's also yeah. so lost boys yeah so. yeah and it's it's such a great idea because i think it's a it adds a sense of innocence you know to yeah. to the to the storytelling and i think 17 
as much as they might go in the direction of being cool, they still have this really cute, innocent vibe to them. And I think it was it was nice that they leaned back into it. I I read a Soompi article where Woozy was talking about the concept, and I, I actually looked it up because I was like, what's actually happening in this video? I need to know if it's just me that thinks the Peter Pan thing. Yeah. And the only thing I found is him basically saying that they were returning to their young and fresh concept that they did three years ago. I was like, oh, their debut. Like, they're going back to their, their debut. And he said, however, this time would be different. It made me think, like, oh, it's been three years since they debuted. Like, how much has the... Like, what about this is different? How has this changed? Mm-hmm. So I actually went back and watched Adore You and Monse. Oh, okay. They've really developed, for sure, as artists. Like, we can talk about all the ways that they've developed, but they've definitely developed as musicians and artists, and I think they take a lot of risk with their sounds. Like, I talked about they yeah. didn't have necess- Don't Wanna Cry wasn't necessarily a summer song, but it was released in the summer and it worked, you know? Yeah. And I honestly, like, I'm attributing that to the individual unit work. The fact that they have three different units break off and do their own songs Mm -hmm. and work together and then they'll even have a leader unit you know which was change up they're able to really develop their voices and be able to bring that back into the group as a whole to make the group stronger yeah that's always a problem when it comes to a group like 17 well they are known for having such great like chemistry on stage performances and how they move as a unit when it comes to their own individual sound, that's easily drowned out when you have 12 other people that you have to worry about. So it's, like, nice that they get their unit work to shine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You see, like, Dino might not have a lot of lines in the group. He's the baby. Like, he will get... He'll maybe be in a rap section. Mm-hmm. He'll maybe be in a singing section. But when he's in his performance group, he he's a star. Yeah. You know, and you can see yeah, that. he's amazing. You know? Speaking of uh, moving around and working together on stage... <laughs> Well, let's talk about this choreo, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Like, I always think I know what their choreo is going to look like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm always surprised. And I don't yeah. know why I'm always surprised, because when you're always surprised, you should expect to be surprised. <laughs> but uh, I still am surprised. And this one was no exception. Like, they kept surprising me with, like, new formations I don't yeah. think I've ever seen mm-hmm. that, for some reason, nobody has tried yet. Mm. But it makes so much sense. They're always like really close together when I don't expect them to be because there's so many of them. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't they spread out a little bit, cover some more of the stage? But like they're always weaving in and out of these, you know, intricate patterns. What I would expect is like, okay, they'll just do the standard V formation with the guy singing up front yeah. that everybody else does. Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah. the thing about 17 is the fact that they have 13 people, but they use everybody on the stage. Like, it's not like mm-hmm. yeah. you would see, you know, EXO's choreography where, yeah, they're they're kind of working together and, you know, moving together as a unit. But 17, there's just so much painting and just physicalizing the, the melodies and the movements in the song. It's just so amazing what they're able to pull mm-hmm. off. Like, the only time yeah. you see one person on stage in this choreo is when Vernon's verse is happening. Mm-hmm. And that's really just to build suspense for the, the chorus because right before the chorus, everybody runs in behind him and starts that choreography for the chorus. Yeah. I Well, and also going off of that, I think it's interesting that people do leave the stage with them because that most bands don't do that. Mm. And I think that's so smart. Yeah. That's such a unique thing to do. I feel like I've never seen BTS do that. I've never seen NCT do that, even though they have a bajillion <laughs> members. Like, <laughs> I've never seen another band be like, we don't need 13 people up here right now. Let's use four. Yeah. I want to highlight some of the favorite parts that we have. 
did do each of you have like a favorite section? My favorite section, it's kind of funny because it's the very last section. It's when <laughs> Joshua comes out and he's playing the guitar, which is represented by Sun Quan. The members are behind him in like three rows and they have their arms out and they do waves as if like to represent mm-hmm. the guitar strings vibrating. I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool and a really good use of like all the people. Yeah, I, I speaking of like the the wave of the arms, my favorite part was similar to that. It's um during the bridge section you have Joshua the when Joshua is singing because there, there's the first half with the rapping and then the singing. Joshua is singing and it's like the rest of the members fold in half in front of him and start rolling their hands and arms almost like he's this they're like He's the sea captain and they're the sea around him. Oh, wow. Which I thought was really cool. And I'm not even sure that's what that's what it was supposed to be, but that's what it kind of looked like. And then um, my, I would say, like, my absolute favorite part is, funny you say the ending, my favorite part is the beginning with that weird Wii music and one who was, like, <laughs> yes. controlling them. And it reminded me so much of, like, when I would play on my Wii in the Mii channel and I would, like, make people move around and do things that I wanted them to do. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny that you, you said it reminded you of the Wii because for me, that sort of plunky piano intro and that you kind of hear as a theme throughout the song. It actually reminded mm-hmm. me of the song I Spy by Kyle featuring Little Yachty and yes. Drama uh, by Broccoli featuring Little Yachty as well. <laughs> I think... Little Yachty is just all about yeah. those clunky pianos. <laughs> yeah, I think that kind of like plunky... I kind of think of it as sort of like this sort of stiffness that you get from like children's instruments. This kind of like toy-ish quality to the piano was like a really big trend like for spring summer songs in pop music so it was really interesting seeing 17's take on it which you know for instance the I Spy song it's very much this sort of like three chord just with 17's Oh My it's a lot more melodic and there's much more movement in the theme and I think that's you know a key factor of like what makes this song so great is that it's you know it's complicated there's just so much texture in this song mm-hmm. the piano i loved i liked the instrumentation overall mm-hmm. which i should preface by saying that i generally tend to prefer like quieter songs like less production less sound mm-hmm. generally like minimalist uh, taylor swift's blank space is always like my perfect example of a pop song that uh... i want to hear over <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Wait, was that a, like a gross awe or was that like a, <laughs> a, an agreement? Uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> that, I'm, st- I'm still, uh, that's still ambiguous. I still don't know if you uh, have bad taste I, or not seeing, good taste. You're not, you're not seeing my face. I don't like Taylor Swift, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, bad I taste agree, is. I agree with your <laughs> statement about her strip down of the song Blake Space. I, I here's agree. the thing. Here's, here's something that may make you agree with me. You don't have to like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Just like her producer, Max Martin, who is uh, kind absolutely. of the pioneer. He wrote, I want it that way, so I love him. Okay, good. I was like, again, with the, you're like keeping me on the edge of my seat I this know, whole you time. Can't see, you can't see my face. Like, my face changes completely. I'm like, Max Martin, of course, because he wrote I want it that way, and I love the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, no, I totally get you. Yeah. So he's kind of the mastermind behind the quiet sound that I love. Still, with 17, I feel like you got songs like Boom Boom, Nice Very Nice, Pretty You. There's lots of synths, lots of guitar sound, and 
I feel like the the percussion is like very treble heavy, a little more reverb, so it's like a longer yeah. sound, and it just like there's more to take in, and it kind of overwhelms me a little bit. Like I don't Ooh. I don't like listening to those actually, and I mean they're very popular, so maybe I'm just alone there. But not you know. alone. Well, good. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, I I think this song works especially well because it tries a little harder to be a little quieter than kind of what we're used to from 17 and it's still got plenty of sound it's very summery very upbeat but you've got things like uh that piano where it it kind of has its own solo moment there's a lot of like vocal emphasis that's kind of max martin's mo is like a lot of emphasis on the vocals and just a little bit of backdrop because you were mentioning rodri how you know it's this is a very vocal heavy song it's very melody and vocal driven definitely the songs the more edm songs that 17 came out with before they weren't you know very vocal heavy they were more about you know the backing track you know the more of a noise kind of sound Mm-hmm. Which I think you were saying in, in one of our episodes is like not your yeah, favorite, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I tend to agree with you there. I Like their song, their song Thank You, which I think is the mm-hmm. one you were talking about. And then what's that other one? I Don't Want to yeah. Cry. I wasn't a huge fan of that yeah, either. We're going to ship Tiana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, no, I'm I, sorry. I, I understand. I definitely understand what you guys are saying. Um, okay, yeah, perfect. I would say probably for me, like I don't normally go down that direction mm. but I do like that I liked that song particularly but I agree with what you're saying I probably agree a little bit more with thank you because I feel like it was so EDM heavy mm. that <laughs> it like everything else was completely lost yeah and I mean the yeah. the words that they do sing have a lot of meaning and you know something that Matt said when he had mentioned that this was his one of his top twos for the year so far was the fact that even though you know there's not a lot of words and there's not a lot of melody in the song you don't mind it because you know of the the emotion behind the the instrumental and especially when you pair it with the choreography but for me not really knowing much about the choreography obviously matt he danced it and performed it so he has a really good understanding of it when he's listening to the song if i can't connect it to the choreography i don't there's nothing for me to just kind of grab onto it's just like thank you and then a lot of noise and then thank you Sort yeah. of like what you said before with yeah. Blackpink, where it was like Blackpink, yeah. Blackpink. I need more than that. Yeah, if yeah. you, if you yeah. don't, if you can't connect it to the performance, you don't really have something when it's just the audio by itself. And so that's yeah, why that makes I'm really happy that Seventeen has kind of moved away from that, you know, chain smoker kind of style. Because then we got songs mm-hmm. like Clap, and then we got songs like this that have great like such great themes and melodies and are just yeah really complex and beautiful well i mean i know it hasn't been brought up yet so i'm gonna bring it up but did anyone hear that damn bridge <laughs> oh i definitely heard that damn bridge build that damn bridge because that damn bridge was great <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah no i call that the the take me to church moment <laughs> because <laughs> it's happened actually a lot of K-pop songs. The first one that comes to mind is in J-Hope's song "Mama," where they're just which is just yeah, where you're just grooving and clapping, and you're just like yes, such a good song. And it just it kind of builds and builds, and it's it's complemented so well by what they're doing in the choreography at the time. Yeah, I think that's kind of where that that bridge is the one section where I can understand why Woozy mentions this as kind of like urban soul. Yeah, what was his words exactly? I can't remember. <laughs> Swinging rhythm and urban soul. Those oh, were the four no. key words of, that he used to describe the song. See, uh, I could see a swinging rhythm. I could see soul-ish. But I don't know if I would put any of those words together for this song. Mm. 
I really like girl. Oh, 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 better tell. Yeah, 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 I better tell somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my pack and Yeah, I mean, I did a, uh, it's funny, I did recently with uh, K-pop Unmuted, me and Stephen Knight, who are both really like jazz, um, did this episode about jazz in K-pop. And I mean, this is just not a song I would have put into the swing category. If if you want like a swinging rhythm, urban soul kind of song, you're you're looking for like "Thank You" by Boys to Men. Oh yes, have you ever heard that? Yeah, yeah, that's my first concert. Boys to Men. I think I think in K-pop, this would be like I understand what they're saying with this bridge because that is like almost doing a cappella, but not really. You know what I mean? Like I understand what he's thinking. It's choir. It's that's what yeah, I would it, call it. It is. Yeah. It's take me to church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can't like I can't say he's wrong. But it's but, not right. Yeah. And it's probably just a like a very loose translation. Like the Korean words for swinging rhythm with urban soul probably makes more sense. Probably refers to this kind of music, mm, whereas yeah. for us those words refer to a completely different yeah. kind of music. So yeah. it's probably just something lost in translation. But he, he well, did I, say I, that I in think... English, though. Those were the four English words that he mentioned. So I don't know. Oh, are you? Yeah, really? <laughs> that's what. That's why I got it Ooh. from because it was like I was watching the interview yeah. and it's all in Korean. But I I got those words. Yeah, I know those words. Oh well. Yeah, I think what what we can say though is that what the bridge kind of taught us. It what the bridge reminded me is when I listen re listen to the rest along that this song is focused on the vocals and I think the vocals are fantastic. Yeah. Um I think one of the huge parts of this is their line distribution is amazing. Everybody gets something to say. Obviously, their two lead singers have the most to do, but mm-hmm. I feel like the even smaller groups can't do it as well as Seventeen does here. You know, and there's 13 of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I had saw that you had mentioned how, how good the line distribution in this song was. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I to YouTube again. And there's a, uh-huh. a channel called Hexagon that goes kind of that keeps track of sort of like mm-hmm. who I watch those all yeah, the time like who how many seconds of this person <laughs> I just skipped to the end because I was like I need to know <laughs> yeah and I'm happy to report that the eight who is like kind of one of the persons that gets like the least amount of time has like boosted from like 1.3% of the song to a 45 which I think is is, Ooh, is some great growth there. It's awesome. And you know what? It's because he had a song with June last year, and it was amazing. And their duo song, I think, proved that he really is, like, he's grown immensely. Yes. Going back to talking about finding things on YouTube, I actually love to watch um, DKD. DKTV, I think that's how you say it. DKTV. Um, I like to watch them because they, when they do their reactions, they'll also like talk about the Korean. Yeah. And so um, I love when they say the Oshana, which is the main part of it. Apparently that means, that very simple phrase means, I don't know what to do because I like you so much. <laughs> and they described it as, they described it as the sound you make when you see a cute dog and you want to pet it so bad. So you're like, And that's what that word means. And I thought that that was, that is proof of how unabashed direct cuteness of the lyrics is reflected in the concept as well. Because if that's what this song is about, 
that it matches up perfectly because Mm -hmm. that is so cute and the directness of how cute that is is a direct link to how simple and cute the concept is also Mm. so i thought that that was a really cool thing make a lot of sense Yeah. yeah exactly well i think we're ready it's about that time, y'all. <laughs> time to give our final scores for the concept. One being lowest, five being highest. How would you rate it? Uh, I guess we're starting with concept, right? <laughs> Michaela, how would you rate this? I have to give this a three. What? Yeah, yeah, no. It <laughs> It's beautiful. They all look beautiful. They, they, it, but for me, there's not too much that I haven't seen before mm. you know obviously a lot of the the things that were surprising me were from the choreography so when it comes to just the concept i have to give it a three okay well i guess i can respect okay. that mm-hmm. i uh i think i would go as high as a 3.7 oh i do really like this i mean it's obviously there's not a ton going on so i mean i can't go too far but i i did really like the uh like the visuals were all mm-hmm. great the uh the choreo and everything matched up really well. It's just very simple and cute and whatever. And I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job mm-hmm. here. They didn't overplay anything. Yeah, I, I'm actually not a huge fan of like Eggyo ones typically. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, not, not my favorite if you've heard from me in the past. Yeah. But I think they nailed it. I'm not going to go as far as four, but I think that they <laughs> nailed it. Heavens no. <laughs> no, because it's still Eggyo. Um, but I also just think that like I've seen better from them even in this category. I think Very Nice was better at the Eggyo in this. What's important to me is there was an interesting story and they focused so much on the choreo that I feel like I enjoy watching it. I will still probably watch the performances more. 100%. So I'm going to kind of cut the difference and say 3.5 here because I think that I always kind of look at it like, am I going to watch the performance video more or am I going to watch the video more? I'm going to probably watch the performance video. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to very rarely watch the music video for 17 over the performance video. There's like a few music videos that I'm obsessed with, Mm. but their performances are always way better. I want to hear your audio score, Rodri. I think this is going to be very interesting. So, for audio, What's um, <laughs> I think I would go to three. Oh, I, I mean, there's obvious all the stuff I said I loved, I do love, but especially when they're comparing it to their stuff from three years ago, they have never topped their debut album. Okay, oh, okay. So until they do, <laughs> how can I just like go all out? Okay, until they do three. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What about you, Ariana? Uh, ooh. Um, so if I'm going to say don't want to cry as a five for me. Oh, okay. Ooh, I, which wow. I respect is that. definitely I a respect five for that. me. <laughs> I will say for me, this is probably like a 4.2. I had this stuck in my head the minute after I finished the video. <laughs> I watched it again, stuck in my head the rest of the day. Really has left my head other than to have Shoot Me run in or occasional like You Mean Ray, you and Me Ray will run in occasionally. Yes. But <laughs> I, for the most part, am 100% stuck on this song. I loved the album. Um, Their it, album is good. This one's a good one. This is this is my thing. I, a lot of people are trying to do the rush towards the US and so they're starting to like copy, I'm not going to say copy BTS, but they're starting to move towards the like, let's go a little bit western this is k-pop this is undeniable bubblegum beautiful k-pop 
and it's done in a in a form that I love. And I don't like egg yolk, but I think seventeen they they cross that boundary. They never go too far over for me, and I think that's why I like this so much. Like it is just up into that limit. They are so talented, and the choreography is so good. But the audio is what really separates it for me because their audio is insanely good. They're doing something unique in different than everybody else. So I wouldn't say this is, we, I compared it to Shine earlier, Shine's a better song, for sure. <laughs> wow. But I love this song, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's my favorite 17, but it's definitely up there. Michaela, it's your turn. <laughs> what do you think about the audio? Uh, I mean, you mentioned how, you know, this is definitely K-pop. This is that K-pop sound. And for me, I definitely agree with that because of all of the amazing, just like beautiful texture that's going on. It's like I said, when I compared it to the I Spy song and the difference between that and this song by Seventeen is the fact that there's much more to it. You know, K-pop is very complex and beautiful, but you know, I love this song, but I still have to give it a three. Mm. I don't know. Maybe after I edit this episode and listen to it, like, 10,000 more times it'll be more of a, a higher score but it's always how it is when mm-hmm. I give something a low score it's later that I'm like hmm I yeah. was wrong I did that with Got 7 <laughs> earlier this year too I was like it is barely Daybok and then I was like okay and I love that song mm-hmm. you know I get it <laughs> yeah I think we we really just need to now decide if we feel this song is Daybok or not I'm going to say Daybok for me, obviously. I also think it is Daybok. I also think it's Daybok. So we Yay! are all... Oh, look at us. Oh, I feel go- so good about that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> I wasn't sure when we when this song came out, I was like, I'm going to be the only one that likes this. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to join us for our weekly K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesdays at 12 p.t. using the hashtag K-pop chat, and they're led by Supermatic. I know from experience that these are super fun, so don't miss it. <laughs> don't miss it. Don't miss it. Uh, this week, <laughs> we chatted about Seventeen and Mamamoo's new comeback, Egotistic. Twitter user Danny to Eyes says. Not usually a Mamamoo fan, but I can't resist these Latin-inspired songs. And the girls look incredible, as always. Seventeen are just a pure joy to listen to. I think Mamamoo are bringing the sexy, and Seventeen the cute. So I'm happy. So true. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) And in discussing the upcoming comebacks, everyone is excited for... We had Standing BTS podcast. Good friends of the podcast. So they said, uh, first of all, how do they have time? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when could they have possibly completed this album? Big Hit are marketing geniuses, which, you know, I don't mm-hmm. disagree with. Mm-hmm. They have had this plan from the beginning, for sure. I don't know. It's been literally three months from <laughs> I know. the day it came out <laughs> to the day it's going to be coming out. It's like three months and two weeks, I think. Maybe a week. That's insane. I remember when people were starting to say on Twitter, like, oh my God, guys, the tour is and coming. Like, and you no know way. what that means. <laughs> They have to release the rest. And I was like, they can't. They can't do it. Well, then they were like, it's a repackage. (laughs) Now it's seven songs in a repack. What? (laughs) I don't understand. They're just too talented. Too talented. These guys, they, I guess, you know, it comes with the the territory when the people in the group are the ones making the Mm -hmm. music. Makes a huge difference. Yeah. You got more music. Unfortunately, I didn't get tickets to that tour, but I will be so happy to walk myself over to Target and buy this album. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, I get so, it. So, guys, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you online and 
in the history of Amazing 17 choreography, what has been your favorite? Michaela? Okay, it has to be Pretty You. Like, <laughs> that, whenever I see 17 performing this song, it's like I'm watching a musical, like a little mini musical on stage. It's, the choreography is so dynamic and it's just so much going on and it's, it's all beautiful. Pretty You is definitely what I would show people if I want to introduce them to Seventeen because it really showcases the the quality of performance that this group has. And you can reach me at Michaela J Kpop on Twitter. Rodri, what about you? I don't know if this counts, and I also am probably pronouncing this wrong, but Lili Abai totally is, got, is probably my favorite. You can reach me at uh, Rodri, Rodri. Just my name twice. So easy. Except for my name is not easy. It's R-H-O-D-R-I. So R-H-O-D-R-I, R-H-O-D-R-I <laughs> on Twitter. And as for me, you can reach me on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore Khan, as in Genghis Khan. Uh, this is going to be surprising because you're not going to expect this, but actually my favorite choreography is very nice. I It was the first time that I saw them and I was like, Oh my god, yes. they moved together as one group. Yes. And I like I absolutely refused to learn who they were or what they did because I heard there were 13 people. <laughs> and then when I saw this, Same. when I saw this, I was like, okay, Kelvin, you Kelvin's my boyfriend. I was like, you're gonna need to start quizzing me on who every member is, and I finally got all of them down. So Oh wow. That was the one that did it, so it's still gonna be my favorite all the time. Nice. I'm so happy you said that. That was gonna be my second pick. <laughs> Great. And don't forget to tell us your answer by tweeting us at the K Podcast on Twitter.